Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Hello, my sweetest friends, and welcome back to Hachzeik. Our daily Musar Impact Initiative. We're up to day forty-two, beginning the tenth chapter of Musar Sharm. Previously in Hachzeik, we finished up chapter nine with the Midah of Zerizus, and having completed the first two Shlavim, our ladder of Zahirus and Zerizus, the Surmeira and the Asetov. And as discussed last time, as a strong foundation, we're moving on to even loftier levels, starting with the Mid of Nikias. Nikias, literally translated in our school as cleanliness, um, purity is probably a better term, but we have Tara as a later level uh, that we're going to get to. So we'll dance around it, but we're going to refer to it as Nikias, as cleanliness, and we're going to see it's a, it's it's a it's, it's really a be, level be, much beyond what we've been discussing until now. To have the Midah, the character trait of Nikias, of this cleanliness, this purity, being pristine, is when someone is totally clean from any negative traits and any negative actions whatsoever. So that's a very deep perfection. It's not enough to be avoiding the that which is known as a sin, obvious sins, right? Eating treif, milchal shabbos. Elagam kemimashal leave nifte b'lahoro seter b'davar. But it even means someone that is avoiding and clean from even the the persuasion of the heart that will rationalize and say, "Oh no, this is okay. This is mutter. This is even a mitzvah to do, even though it, it won't necessarily be that way." Shkasher nachkar olav emes nimsa shalohaya heterhu nirelo elav nehayosa levadai naguak itzas menatava. Because when you actually delve into things and you analyze it carefully. You realize that even though this thing seems like it's, uh, you know, a kula, a heter, or something that I think is permissible, or maybe even a mitzvah, if I think about it deeply enough, I know it's actually coming from a bad place. It's not coming from the right place. It's coming more from the place of, of pleasure, of temptation. Because he hasn't purely, 100%, perfectly eradicated all of the negative and, and physical desires within him. So therefore, his inner nature, that deep core of like we've just been discussing of the human nature of being sluggish and taivadic and want to, want to connect to the physical world, it's going to cause him to be more lenient in certain certain areas. Ah, but someone who completely removes this nega, this affliction from him, i.e. that of physical desire and temptation, and he cleans himself of every negative Shemes, even an ounce of negativity um, in regarding the the physical pleasures, and that the neg- the negativity that such uh, such ple- such drive and taiva leaves and leaves its impression on you. His perception, his, his vision, will be completely clear. And his understanding, his discernment from what's good and what's bad, will also be pure. And his Desire is drive for something that's sinful, something that's not within the realm of Hashem, will not pull him towards any specific thing that that's bad. Rather, anything that is sin, even if it's the smallest of the sins, he's going to see it very clearly as bad, and he'll distance himself from it. Tarabah and the Gemara and Sanhedrin, there we they refer they use the notion of of Nikias of Anaki, in reference to people who have perfected themselves and purified their actions to an incredible degree of perfection. 
Within them, they don't even have a trace of something bad. As quoted in the Pagamara, Nikiye Hadash of Yerushalayim, the Nikiyim of mind that were in Yerushalayim. And these are referring to people that Mamish went beyond, they were so, so careful. On the bottom of article here, it says that even something that even has the semblance of bad or wrong wrongdoing they wanted to avoid, they would they wouldn't sign as a witness on a star until they made sure that the other witnesses were kosher. They wouldn't sit in a basin until they knew other people. They wouldn't even sit in a meal with people until they knew who these people were. They wanted to avoid even the subtle wrongdoing or appearance of wrongdoing. That's how great their level of nikias of purity of perfection was. They wanted to avoid doing the wrong thing to such an extent. They didn't even want to give up the impression, Shalom, that they're doing the wrong thing or anything close to it. And now the, the, the Ramchal is going to address the obvious question. Well, this sounds a lot like Zahiris, right? Zahiris, we were talking about, is the Sumira, is removing the evil from ourselves, the drive from ourselves, the evil drive. Um, sounds very similar. So now the Ramchal is going to differentiate between the two. See now the clear difference. The difference between the Zahir, like we discussed earlier, and the Naki that we're discussing now. Even though they're very similar in concept. What's a Zahir? That's someone that's careful with his actions and make sure I shouldn't sin. Avoid sin, don't do the wrong thing. Avoiding that which everyone knows and is obvious that it's going, it is a sin. But in truth, if you went deeply inside him and you were able to understand really what the inner workings of his psyche is, he hasn't fully overcome all the negativity inside him, the, the bad inside him. He hasn't fully become a master over himself. To the point where he won't even be drawn whatsoever to the natural physical pleasures and inclinations that we have as human beings. So that, that such desires, such temptations won't ultimately cause him to do and rationalize things that are not necessarily fully permitted. And various matters whose nature, evil nature, is not necessarily fully known or generally known. And this rationalization comes because even though he is trying really, truly and sincerely and genuinely to overcome his, his Yitzhahara and to suppress and remove all these evil inclinations and these temptations, he will not as a result of such suppression change his actual nature. He won't be able to therefore remove the real physical desire from his heart. But only to overcome it, in each situation, I choose the right thing and follow what Chachma tells me to do, i.e. Um, don't focus on what you're drawn to physically and, and your temptations are, but do what's right. Right? That's a Zahir. However, in reality though, when, when desire is overcome by thinking clearly, i.e. choosing to do the right thing, still the darkness of physicality has, has, has some impact on the person. And it does entice us to rationalize and, and do even subtle sins. So you can be choosing to do the, and this gets to the, the idea of, of, in the Tanya, famously the Tanya differentiates and defines, you know, a tzaddik, a benoni, and a rasha. So it's not necessarily the similar ways that we generally talk about it, but here specifically, we're talking about someone that chooses not to do the right thing. He always chooses right. Always could be. He wins every single battle. Doesn't mean he's a tzad, according to the Tanya. A tzaddik here, um, and again, the Mishnah obviously breaks down perfection in, in, in even more um, detailed and categorized ways. Um, but in a general sense, 
Just because you're choosing not to do the wrong thing doesn't make you a tzaddik necessarily, or doesn't at least for sure doesn't mean that you're unlucky, right? Nikias means you don't even have the draw. You're not even pulled to do the wrong thing. And that's something that takes a lot more work than just knowing in your mind what's right and choosing to do only the right thing and not the wrong thing. Fine. So clar- clarity between um, Zahiris and Zerizos. Once someone works really hard on the first shlav of Zahiris, of being careful, knowing clearly in his mind what's good and what's not good, defining that with clarity, and assessing his actions in the past, present, and future, based on that, to the point that he's achieved the first stage of cleaning himself out from those sins that are known, that are clear. And he works on the Zahiris and his Rizus, right? He gets, he gets, he gets into a routine of doing things quickly with alacrity, with passion, with motivation. And as a result, love, ava for Hashem, and a desire for Dveikos and getting close to Hashem will only grow stronger and stronger. The power of this routine that he's developing in himself, these habits of running after Hashem, will automatically distance himself from physical temptation. And make his his intellect, his his das, cling to his 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 avodah his, his spiritual perfection. So that eventually, ultimately, he can reach this level of cleanliness of Nikias from even having that improper desire or trace of hate inside because and this is this is this is very powerful language and it's and it's very telling because the he's already extinguished that fire of taiva of, of physical pleasure of homeristica things of the sluggishness and physicality of this world from his heart by strengthening that fire for the proper thing i e his tvekas Bashem and godliness and then his vision will remain totally clear and unclouded and pure, as I mentioned earlier in the chapter, that he won't be enticed, seduced, and he will remain beyond the reach of this this dark this dark physicality that tries to take hold of him. Then he will be completely cleansed from sin in whatever he does, right? So there's two levels here. There's I know with clarity what's right and wrong, and I choose what's right, hopefully, over what's true, and I, choosing what's wrong. But that doesn't mean that within me, I've totally purified myself from all of the desires, the evil desires that take me away. So how do we do that? By working on our Zahiris, by working on our Zerizos, which automatically engenders within us a fire for Hashem, for Mitzvahs, like we discussed. You can create that fire by being Azaris, by being clear on what to do, and then running after it, even if you're not in the mood, by doing so, creating that 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 chamimi yisalev, that fire of the heart that we discussed in the past, for Hashem, memela, that will transform the fire that we have inside our heart for things that are chashashon against or away or not in, in line with, with our avodah Hashem. And memela will etch away not even, not just our out external actions, but even our internal world, our internal drive, our internal feelings to the point where we're not even drawn to those things. And that's Nikias, um that we're being introduced to here from the Sisharim in chapter 10. So to continue on this journey through Mesil Sharm into Nikis. You see already, we're, we're talking about next level stuff here. It's not just as practical as, okay, Surmira, avoid that which is bad, understand what's good and bad, avoid which is bad, Vastov and do the right thing and run after it. Now we're getting a little more into the kishkas here, um, to work on the, on the inner workings of ourselves to the point where we mamish aren't even drawn to the things 
that take away from Hashem, and we're only on fire for the things that bring us close to to continue on this journey through through Nikias and Vaiter. L'chaim v'yinim, a wonderful day, have a wonderful Shabbos. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.